0: Today we return to the book of Genesis, where we have a story which is not widely accepted as literal. This continues our radio Bible course on the authority of the Bible, and we welcome you to our study. Our passage is Genesis 19. It tells of divine judgment on a very wicked city. Listen to verses 24 through 28 of Genesis 19. Then the Lord rained on Sodom and Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven, and he overthrew those cities, and all the valley, and all the inhabitants of the cities, and what grew on the ground. But Lot's wife behind him looked back, and she became a pillar of salt. And Abraham went early in the morning to the place where he had stood before the Lord, and he looked down toward Sodom and Gomorrah, and toward all the land of the valley. And lo, the smoke of the land went up, like the smoke of a furnace. This Old Testament account of the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah has been called a myth. Some so-called scholars say there is no mention in history, or in clay tablets, of such an event surely they reason if such cities had been destroyed mention of it ought to be found outside of the bible not necessarily unless there were eye witnesses who could have written about this event this story began when two angels visited sodom we read of it in genesis 19 beginning with verse 1 the two angels arrived at Sodom in the evening, and Lot was sitting in the gateway of the city. When he saw them, he got up to meet them and bowed down with his face to the ground. My lords, he said, please turn aside to your servant's house. You can wash your feet and spend the night, and then go on your way early in the morning. No, they answered, we will spend the night in the square. But he insisted so strongly that they did go with him, and entered his house. He prepared a meal for them, baking bread without yeast, and they ate. Before they had gone to bed, all the men from every part of the city of Sodom, both young and old, surrounded the house. They called to Lot, Where are the men who came to you tonight? Bring them out to us, so that we can have sex with them. Lot went outside to meet them and shut the door behind him and said, No, my friends, don't do this wicked thing. Look, I have two daughters who have never slept with a man. Let me bring them out to you, and you can do what you like with them. But don't do anything to these men, for they have come under the protection of my roof. Those two men were angels sent to warn Lot and his family and his relatives. They said to Lot, Do you have anyone else here, sons-in-law, sons or daughters, or anyone else in the city who belongs to you? Get them out of here, because we are going to destroy this place. The outcry to the Lord against its people is so great that he has sent us to destroy it. Well, Lot and his family and wife and two daughters hesitated, as did the young men who had pledged to marry the daughters. The angels grasped the hands of Lot and his family and led them to safety. Then the Lord destroyed Sodom. Why? Because of its immorality, their sin was sodomy, which is sexual perversion. God hated that sin, and he hates it today. Of course, he hates all sin, but this sin is unnatural. It is rebellion against God's creation, and both the Old and the New Testaments condemn it as sin. Well, then what happened? Tells us, then the Lord rained on Sodom and Gomorrah brimstone and fire from the Lord out of heaven, and he overthrew those cities and all the valley and all the inhabitants of the cities and what grew on the ground. Well, thanks to archaeology, we think we know the location of Sodom and Gomorrah. The most likely location is on the east side of the Dead Sea, at a place called bob ed But in spite of that kind of evidence, there are men today, some who think of themselves as Christians, who reject the story. Why? Because they practice a lifestyle similar to the men of Sodom. They call it an alternate lifestyle. But it is nothing other than sexual perversion. But regardless of what men call it, what matters is what God calls it. And what does God call it? He calls it sin. Well, whether or not you believe this story, it's not as important as whether the expert, the great expert in the world, believed that this story really took place years ago. And who is that expert? None other than the one who came from heaven, Jesus, the promised Messiah, the one who proved that he was the Son of God by his great deeds, the one who predicted not only his crucifixion, but also his resurrection from the dead. He proved who he was. And he is the one who refers to many of these stories in the Old Testament and says they were the word of God. Jesus believed the Sodom and Gomorrah story. How do we know that? We turn to Luke chapter 17. In verse 22, Jesus said to the disciples, The day shall come when you will long to see one of the days of the Son of Man, and you will not see it. And they will say to you, Look there, look here. Do not go away, and do not run after them. For just as the lightning, when it flashes out of one part of the sky, shines to the other part of the sky, so will the Son of Man be in his day. But first he must suffer many things, and be rejected by this generation. And just as it happened in the days of Noah, so it shall be also in the days of the Son of Man. They were eating. They were drinking. They were marrying. They were being given in marriage until the day that Noah entered the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. It was the same as happened in the days of Lot. They were eating. They were drinking. They were buying. They were selling. They were planting. They were building. But on the day that Lot went out from Sodom, It rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. It will be just the same on the day that the Son of Man is revealed. This tells us that Jesus not only believed the story of the great flood and Noah and the ark, but he also believed in the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah, and he tied it to the day when he will return to the earth. Jesus even affirmed the story about Lot's wife. I continue the story, beginning with verse 31. On that day, let not the one who is on the housetop and whose goods are in the house go down to take them away, and likewise, let not the one who is in the field turn back. Remember Lot's wife. Why did he refer to Lot's wife? Because it fits the warning. And what did Lot's wife do? She turned back after being warned by the angels not to look back at the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah, but she did, and the Bible tells us that she was turned to a pillar of salt. Why, that's fantastic, that's incredible. How could that happen? It was God's judgment. He sent angels to warn them, to rescue them from the city, and she disobeyed. God doesn't fool around. When he sends a warning, a direct warning, a personal warning, he means it. And if men don't heed the warning, they'll pay the price. Lot's wife did. Do you believe in the return of Jesus Christ? Well, if you do, then you must believe in the destruction of Sodom and Gomorrah. Because Jesus said... The day when he returns will be like that day. Listen again to Luke 17, verse 28. It was the same as happened in the days of Lot. They were eating, they were drinking, they were buying, they were selling, they were planting, they were building. But on the day that Lot went out from Sodom it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all, it will be just the same on the day that the Son of Man is revealed. That'll happen when Jesus Christ returns to the earth to rule in glory. That was promised to him by God. It was promised by the angel Gabriel to his mother Mary. She said, you will have a son, and he'll be great, and you'll call his name Jesus, and he'll be called the Son of the Most High, and the Lord God will give to him the throne of his father David, and he'll rule over the house of Jacob forever and of his kingdom. There will be no end. Has Jesus ruled over the house of Jacob? Not yet. Israel rejected its king, the one who came to bring salvation and peace and to restore the kingdom glory that they knew under David was rejected by the people. He came to his own, and his own received him not. But the Bible tells us, as many as did receive him, who believed in his name, to them gave he power to become children of God who were born, not of blood, nor of the will of man, nor of the will of the flesh, but of God. There is a birth from God that saves men from eternal destruction. Jesus Christ came to do that. He came to his own people, Israel, but they rejected him. And then the apostles after the crucifixion were sent not only to Israel as they were before the cross, but to all nations to bring the good news that God has salvation for everyone All nations, whether Jew or Gentile, whether bond or free, all men are being offered today the gift of God. A gift is free. You can't earn it. You can't buy it. It's a grace gift, which means you can't even deserve it. But you can receive it. And the Bible tells us, that you receive it by believing that Jesus is the one who came to rescue you, that he is the Son of God who died for you and paid your penalty on that cross. All your sins and the sins of the whole world were put upon him, and he died to satisfy the righteous demands of the holy law of God. Those demands had to be met before God could be free to forgive men their sins. But now God can forgive sins freely. That's good news. So is this, our free Bible teaching memory program to get you started on learning the Word of God by yourself. We have selected 16 critical scripture passages which every Christian should know and have printed them on cards for your convenience, so you can learn the Word of God. On the back side of these cards are notes to assist you in learning the intended meaning of the passage according to its context. You see, this is more than a memory program. It's a Bible teaching memory program. Best of all, it's free. When you request the first set of cards, we will send a pamphlet explaining how you can be successful in Scripture memory. To get our memory program, write to the Radio Bible Course. Ask for the Memory Program. If you have been blessed by this broadcast, please tell a friend. Until tomorrow, this is Nick Calavota, reminding you that the word gospel means good news. Our address is Radio Bible Courses, Post Office Box 14916 Baton Rouge, Louisiana, 70898. The website is rbcword.org.